It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours, like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price of participation vary. Terms apply. So your upcoming host, Curtis Sliwa, would like to become mayor of New York City. Don't you know, Curtis, that today is when Mayor Adams holds his Q&A, allowing off-topic questions. So I would like the opportunity to ask you an off-topic question. You mean uh, I am the mayor in Exodus, uh, I, exile actually, like Napoleon on the island of Melba, right? I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting. So... Go for it, James Flippin. Go for it. Okay, so I wanted to ask the beret, right? You always wear it. Do you sleep in the beret? First off, what kind of an off-topic question is that, right? If I'm the following the footsteps of uh, the mayor now who cannot even chew gum and think at the same time, what kind of a dumb question is that? I mean, do I... You really need to know that? Is that really important in running the city of New York? Mr. Sliwa, when was the last time you took the beret off? Have you ever taken the beret off in the last 10 years? Well, let me address that issue. Yes, in fact, it uh, occurred. I was on Cross Bay Boulevard, surrounded by my enemies, the bananas on one side, a fat uh, Tony Messino, that uh, rat, uh, and then, of course, the Gaudis and Gambinos on the other side. So you had Bananos on one side, the Gambinos on the other side. And I went to this uh, joint to eat. It's called uh, Bruno's. You probably uh, would never even know what the hell it is in Bloomfield. They don't have a place like that. So I'm with my youngest sons, Carter and Hunter, and they want to go there because they give you chunks of Parmesan cheese. They love chunks of Parmesan cheese. And I walk in, and there's a big sign. Bruno's got there, you know, Bruno, uh, Bruno. Nobody gets to wear a hat in this joint. So I sit down and I keep my beret on. And the owner, operator, old time guy, you know, knuckle dragger comes up to me and says, hey, can't you read? Yeah, it says a hat. This is a beret. This ain't a hat. Hopefully he said, we don't sell hot dogs and Cracker Jacks here. Take off your hat. God, don't, yo. <laughs> Ask the questions, I'll give the answers, okay? What a wise and I'm So anyway, my kids are, oh, oh, daddy, got to take your beret off, or they're not going to let us stay here. I said, you really love the Parmesan cheese that much that you want me to take my beret off? Yes, 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 yes. So for the only time in my life, I took that beret off, okay? Okay. That's number one. And of course... When we're doing the Pledge of Allegiance, you know, the national anthem, uh, you know, I put that right, uh, take the beret right on. Okay, does that answer your question? And do I sleep with the beret on? You're damn right I sleep with the beret on because I only sleep like three hours a day. There'll be plenty of time to sleep when we're all dead. What do they do? They fold your hands and put you in a casket with half shoes, a half suit, and everybody passes by at the wake and they go, oh, he looks so much better dead than he ever looked alive, right? What I do is I take that beret and I put it over my face. So it's like, in essence, having one of those things that the uh, artsy-fartsy trendoids would put on their eyes. Uh, you know? A sleep mask? Oh, yeah, a sleep mask, right? They should strangle themselves with it. So that's my sleep mask, okay? Did I? Was it, and by the way, what would you do if you were in that scrum down in room nine 
where six days a week, if you even approach the mayor and you want to ask a pertinent question, it's like roller derby. They're jabbing you, they're sticking elbows into your sink. Jane uh, Flippin', you know what the rules are. Only one day you can ask off-topic questions to the mayor. Mr. Sliwa, is that a Turkish beret? No, that's a fez, you idiot. <laughs> I don't wear fezes. We're going to be talking about the mayor in Turkey coming up. Very good, very good. But what would you do if you were assigned to Room 9 now by uh, News Director Noam Layden? How would you handle the fact that you're being told only once a week you can ask a question of the mayor. He's like an untouchable. He's like God. You, you have. Oh, you'll have to wait for Tuesday to ask him any question. No. How would you try to get around that? I, I mean, I think the news, te- the the colleagues that work together in news have to have a little more teamwork. You know what I mean? You see it sometimes with like the national press corps at the White House press briefing room. They'll say, "Well, you didn't answer my colleague's question. I'd like to ask that same question." You got to work together. Yeah, but the problem is he always defers now to the corporation council because whatever he says might incriminate him in the many investigations that are targeting him. Have you ever seen anyone always defer to corporation council? I'm sorry, the mayor is not at liberty to answer that question at that time because it could prove to be quite incriminating we can't answer that because there are multiple investigations going on at the same time well would you allow the corporation council who talks more than the mayor at these press conferences to get away with that i'd like to think that i wouldn't but i mean you know again you can't force people to talk if well, they're not going to talk you, you know why you won't speak up like the rest of you make whitey whiteys because your complexion is not your protection because you know what the mayor will say how dare you you're going to ask me a question when you're walking in my skin, when you're a Yuri Asiatic, proud black man like me, and you happen to be black, I'll take your questions. Other than that, McWhitey Whitey, shut up and mind your own business. Oh, yes. Oh, Mr. Mayor, absolutely. Oh, I'm sorry I offended you. Ooh. <laughs> well, look, I mean, I understand that uh, there are some roadblocks to getting your questions asked at times. But well, this, what I'm gonna this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to ask our news director when he comes back from his second lobotomy at Greystone. Noam Layden, if, in fact, he could assign you once a week, Tuesday, to the scrum. And this way you can ask a relative question because they don't allow serious questions to be asked. Is that a deal? I would be happy to go down, yeah. I mean, you, you, I was listening to his Q&A before coming on here. I've got it paused so I can get through the rest of it. Oh, good, good, good. But, you know, I, they were asking him some tough questions. Okay, good, good. No, no, we have a deal. Let me, let me wait till Noam Layden gets back from having his second lobotomy at Greystone, and the deal will be done. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Save big money and transform your home with new appliances now at Menards. We offer the lowest prices and the largest in-stock appliance selection ready to take home today. Check out top appliance brands, including KitchenAid, Maytag, Whirlpool, Amana, and Criterion. Upgrade your home and save big money on new appliances at Menards. Shop our entire selection of appliance options online today at Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Curtis Lewa. Curtis.
This is the Riffin' Read, featuring Curtis Lewa. Now, to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Riffin' Read. Next, the FBI. We had an incident that took place uh, last week. Breaking news. Police tell us the FBI is searching the home of a top fundraiser for New York Mayor Eric Adams. Uh, I am clear that we follow the rules. We follow the rules. FBI agents are searching the home of Mayor Adams' chief fundraiser, Brianna Suggs, in Crown Heights, Brooklyn. And I just want to com- be completely transparent is what I've stated all the time. I sleep well at night. The FBI has seized Mayor Eric Adams' cell phones as the investigation to his chief campaign fundraiser continues. I am angry. Join us next week for its dramatic and exciting conclusion. And so here we are, ladies and gentlemen. It is the next week's episode. And again, Eric Adams has said his efforts to help expedite fire inspections for the Turkish consulate in Manhattan. But that's what is what every politician does, quid pro quo. In fact, Andrew Evilize Cuomo came to his defense and said exactly the same thing. The mayor called the fire department to say, can you uh, move a permit quickly in the bureaucracy? If that's the crime, you're going to have to lock up every elected official. Breaking news, WABC. Hey, Curtis, sorry. This is James over in the newsroom. I had to just break in here for a second because it's on topic. Mayor Adams just blamed you for some of his problems that he's facing here concerning this ongoing investigation. So I have the audio queued up. If well, well, what's new about that? He's always blaming well, me. Well, it just happened. So okay. that's the... Let, let me we hear. know they've been consistent in it. And I've said this more than once, long before uh, this whole uh, uh, Turkish conversation uh, came up. There are people who wake up every day and say, how do I get the pilot of this plane to crash? These guys are on the plane. <laughs> I don't know how many times I can say this. You should, people should be praying for me to land a plane. And I'm focused. Oh, you're right. This is another vicious attack against me. But let's face it, James Flippin. I'm not the guy who took his phones out of his hands outside of uh, NYU in the public. That was the FBI. That, that is true. And, and the reporter pressed him on that aspect. They, they had a follow-up question. So I've got the answer here. I think the federal authorities are doing their job. And I think those who are political opportunists, are doing what they think they want to do, and that's to hurt the success of this administration. What success? But anyway, uh, let's follow the turkey tracks, okay, in this case. Gobble, gobble, gobble. What everybody is getting distracted by, this Turkish pull by the FBI of Eric's relationship with Erdogan in Turkey has nothing to do with him speeding up a fire inspection at their consulate across from the United Nations. No. The FBI seized Eric Adams' phones last month, and he's been walking around with burner phones ever since because he's just paranoid that the FBI has bugs and is listening to his conversations 
But remember, I told you that they had launched 12 raids on the day he was scheduled to be in Washington. He turned around there, came back because his fundraiser, Brianna Suggs, uh, office was raided in addition to other offices of sycophants, toadies, and lackeys that had dealings on his part with Erdogan in Turkey. Well, you got to understand is Erdogan's government has violated sanctions against Iran and has defended Hamas. Hamas, he's called Hamas freedom fighters. He's vilified Israel and the Jews there. So you got to ask yourself, why would Eric Adams be doing so much for Erdogan and why would he want to be associated with them? Because of his long-standing battle cry. Show me the money. Show me the money. That's what it's all about. So for the first time, you're hearing it here on WABC from yours truly, Curtis Lee. Could I hear what the Eric Adams battle cry is and understand I'm the only person who plays this cut because for some reason, others treat Eric Adams as if his complexion is his protection. I don't. Show me the money. Show me the money. That's what it's all about. So let me try to explain this. This goes directly to Erdogan, the so-called president dictator of Turkey that Eric Adams has had a long-standing relationship with. He pretends to be the best friend of Israel and the Jews. And you know why, Justin Alec? Because he knows your people's checks don't bounce. And when he wants to fundraise, he goes to the Jews. He doesn't go to the Turks. They can't match uh, the Jewish financial contributions that have been made to his, his campaign. But he deals with Erdogan because it's cash and carry. I'll give you an example. He deals with the Turkish-American National Steering Committee, which has donated thousands of dollars to Eric Adams' political operation since at least 2015. Did you hear that? Thousands of dollars. Because, again, what is the battle cry of Eric Adams? Show me the money. Show me the money. That's what it's all about. And this same Turkish-American National Steering Committee has helped Eric Adams. In 2020, it gave $16,000 in-kind donations to the Brooklyn Borough President's office, which Adams led at the time. Although we can't seem to connect all the dots on the public records of the Borough President's office because all of a sudden... uh, they mysteriously disappeared in the ether. And then the FBI is probing several trips that Eric Adams has made to Turkey over the years, when he was state senator, when he was borough president. Uh, Folks have to ask themselves, why all those trips to Turkey? Generally, politicians in the old days, it was the three eyes. They would travel to Israel, Ireland and Italy, because that was the preponderance of the voters. That was in the 60s and 70s. Then it changed. Then the politicians would make 
regular chips like Andrew Ibelais Cuomo, who is coming, trying to make his political comeback. He virtually lived in Puerto Rico. So going to the Commonwealth of Puerto Rico was important. Going to the DR, the Dominican Republic, and Israel was important when you wanted to get votes if you were running locally and statewide. Never, ever, ever has Turkey fit into this equation. So while all of you are chasing how Eric Adams supposedly made a call to speed up uh, the fire department's uh, security, uh, fire security checks so that the consulate could be open across the street from the United Nations for the country of Turkey on behalf of Erdogan. Understand this. You got to say, why would Eric Adams be doing so much for Erdogan, who has been an enemy of Jews, an enemy of Israel, who has embraced Hamas and has violated sanctions against Iran? I'll tell you what. It's nothing to do with being a Jew or a Gentile. If you heed his call. Show me the money. Show me the money. That's what it's all about. And that's what's gotten Eric Adams into double trouble with the FBI. So blame me all you want, Eric Adams. Say that I wake up hoping that you're going to crash the plane. Look, coming up next, I'm going to relate new details in the negotiated deal between Team Adams and Team Cuomo that should Eric Adams go down in flames and be forced to resign because of indictments, like so many did before him, that there is somebody willing to take his place and keep all of the Adams appointees on until at least 2025, and you're hearing it first here on the Curtis Lever Show, because I'm always breaking news. And I'm going to give you the nitty-gritty details of the comeback of Andrew Evil Eyes Cuomo, King Cuomo the Second, the son of Mario Faccia Bruta Cuomo, King Cuomo the First. So don't you dare turn that dial. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Sliwa. Curtis doesn't know about you, but he rips and reads. This is the Rip and Read. The internal movement to swap out Eric Adams if he gets indicted and is threatened with jail is already underway. And it's the meeting of two forces like Ebony and Ivory, Team Cuomo and Team Adams that have had discussions, which I'll get into later in this segment. Also get a pad and a pen because I need you desperately to sign the Stop Andrew Cuomo from Running for Mayor petition that we put up on change.org. You can go to at Curtis Sliwa on Twitter. You can go to my Facebook and uh, not only sign up, but do what Janice Dean of Fox News Channel has done, who, as you know, was his main nemesis when uh, Andrew evilized Cuomo was responsible for the deaths of thousands of senior citizens during the lockdown and pandemic of March of 2020, and then attempted to cover up what he had done. This is going to be a growing movement because, ladies and gentlemen, he's trying to reinvent himself. It's like an episode of The Zombies. He's going to come back. 
And like he destroyed the state of New York, he wants to come and destroy the city of New York. And he's being aided and abetted in this process by supporters who are helping him to sort of revise the image that we know of Andrew Evilized Cuomo. So he was on with Cindy Adams on Sunday and talked about following in the footsteps of Michael Corleone, revisiting the island of Sicily, which was the island of his uh, grandfather's birth, Rafa, member of organized crime, father of Matilda, his mother. And notice how he talks of it almost in uh, Godfather-esque Michael Corleone style. My three daughters uh, all came and we went to Sicily. Sicily is where my mother's people are from, as you know. Yeah. Uh, my mother's side is Sicilian. My father's side is Napolitan, outside of Naples. Uh, and we went through Sicily, which is just a beautiful place. And the history and the uh, architecture is really amazing. Syracuse. That's not Syracuse, New York. No, 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 no. Home of Tom Cruise. No, 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 no. But I want to remind you that just like in The Godfather, when Michael Corleone went uh, on hiatus to the land of his father, the Godfather, Corleone in Sicily, that Andrew Evilized Cuomo and his family were accompanied by two shotgun-toting Sicilians that were there to make sure that he was safe and secure. And they had many of the same words of advice in Italian, which I, I can translate, but maybe some of you can, to um, Andrew Evilized Cuomo, whose eyes were wandering on this trip. Mamma mia, so cascato innamorato. Ma vado su per la montagna. Oh. E che sei rimasto col pelo da un fulmine. Michele, lascia bene. In Sicilia femmine sono come a Lupara. Can I translate that for you, wrong way, Lou Rafino? Since you were born in Rockland County, Justin Ellick, oh my God, you were born in Chappaqua, the whitest suburb in America where even the lawn jockeys are white, in which the love shack of Bill and Hillary is present. What they were saying there, the two uh, armed gunmen protecting Michael Corleone, in this case, Andrew Evilized Cuomo, is, hey, a woman is more dangerous than a double-barreled loaded shotgun. And think of it, he's got 12 women out there who have accused him of being a perv governor, including one that he's got to be really careful of, a... um, a state trooper who was a female that he completely felt up from top to bottom. Oh, his day will come. His day will come. But in order to try to soften him up, here was uh, Andrew Evilized Cuomo with Cindy Adam, in which knowing that his eye is always wandering, knowing he's always been a curb jumper, as Cindy knows, there was an exchange of dating advice. How about another new woman in your life? Is it possible? Is it possible? Why? Do you have any recommendation? No, but listen, I know people. I mean, I'm, oh, I'm interested you know. in helping my friend. Yeah, well, <laughs> if you know someone, keep me in mind. Cindy wanting to conduct a shidduch 
for this uh, despicable human being who's staging a comeback, Andrew Evilized Cuomo. And then the question about trying to become warm and fuzzy. We believe Can the borders be should that maybe you're or- just not warm and fuzzy? Is that what was needed and wasn't there? First of all, I'm not fuzzy. I don't want to be fuzzy. I don't even know what fuzzy means. I'm from New York. We don't have fuzzy in New York. And so there was a little hint of the old Andrew Evilize Cuomo, who now has at the ready at his compound in Southampton, where his brother uh, reigns supreme Fredo, the return of his leg breaker, Joe Pococo, who did six years of federal time for political corruption on behalf of Andrew Evilized Cuomo. The leg breaker is back, so he's not going to be warm and fuzzy anymore. He's basically getting that out. And then all of a sudden he started musing about the state of politics now as compared to when he was earning his stripes as a young campaign manager for his father, Mario Facha Bruta Cuomo, King Cuomo I. Politics today is different than anything I've seen. It is a toxic mean, ugly, fear-driven process. I believe what you're seeing is not toughness. You're seeing politicians who are afraid. Politicians who are afraid, like you, Andrew Evilize Cuomo. I have asked over and over again for you to explain what you meant when you said America was never that great. We're not going to make America great again. It was never that great. So America was never that great. He has refused continuously to answer that question. And then uh, Cindy Adams asked him a question about homelessness and those emotionally disturbed persons who reside in our subways, our parks, and the streets of New York City. How it's humane. To say, well, that the person has a right to sleep on the park bench or a subway. If the person is mentally ill, you're not doing them any favors arguing their civil rights to be in a dangerous situation. Isn't that interesting? When Andrew Evilized Cuomo bumped off my husband-in-law, David Patterson, and as uh, state attorney general said, David, you don't want to run. Nope. It's my time to be governor. They were... 30,000 beds from Buffalo to Brooklyn for the emotionally disturbed state beds. By the time he resigned in a udiscrazi out of fashion, there were only 3,000 beds. He eliminated 27,000 beds to care for the mentally ill, the emotionally disturbed. And they didn't just disappear and go away. They're in our streets, they're in our parks, they're in our subways. The hubris of him to say that. And then about being a New Yorker, a consummate New Yorker. Where are you going to stay for the rest of your life? Oh, Cindy, how could we leave New York? How could we leave New York? How can we leave New York? Oh, uh, I seem to remember when he was riding high in the saddle at about 2014, when he defeated uh, Malinaro for the governorship. He basically 
told everybody who is a conservative or a Republican to pack their bags and get the hell out of New York. Are they these extreme conservatives who are right to life, a poor assault weapon, anti-gay? Is that who they are? Because if that's who they are, and if they are the extreme conservatives, they have no place in the state of New York. So that's not who New Yorkers are. So that's when the exodus out of New York began. And the Empire State has been wounded severely by the drain of our citizens moving south of the Mason-Dixon line in Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Tennessee, Texas, and most importantly, Florida, and taking their wealth and equity with them. And they're not coming back, maybe for a visit. But they're not coming back. And then uh, the question uh, of if he's out to basically commit the Ides of March on March 15th. He on one side, Andrew Evilized Cuomo, staging his political comeback. And the little Pisha, the little Schmendrick, the schmuck, the putz. Oh, God, what a mamaluke. Scott Stringer on the other side. And just like when Julius Caesar was walking amongst the senators of Rome, pulled out the long knives and bled them out. Oh, no, 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 he assured us. He loves Eric Adams. I support the mayor. And he's a friend, and I'm trying to help him every way I can. And uh, we should all support him. Because if he doesn't do well, we don't do well, Cindy. Now, why would he be having meetings planning for the takeover of the Adams administration and a peaceful transition from Team Adams to Team Como? If he wasn't interested in being mayor, I'm going to get into the nitty gritty details up next. But this this is the cut. And Justin Ellick, I noticed this interview has not been posted. We had to sort of patch this together, these cuts. They've been removed from the WABC website because Andrew Evilized Cuomo does not want what he said about the illegal alien invasion into New York to become attached to him like a barnacle to a boat side, like an appendage to him. Why are you having your constituents pay this cost, which has, is, is no responsibility of New York City, on top of everything else? You, this is where you're going to put the migrant problem? I mean, it's lunacy. It is really lunacy. And it's unfair. And it's all politics, see, because they want to concentrate the migrants in New York City because they don't want the political problem. I know that. I know that. Or in the Mid-Hudson or anywhere else. Then he went on to say, how why not send them up to Onondaga County, to the northern counties of New York State, out to Erie County, where there's been population depletion. And I think he recognized that if he wanted future statewide office, that would be a dagger in his uh, attempted comeback. So all of a sudden, Right, Justin? We can't find it up on the... It's always... Cindy Adams' uh, podcast is always up of her last Sunday broadcast. But the other reason that he is a sanctimonious hypocrite 
is because he has never apologized for the insult of all insults he cast against the hero members of the Immigration Immigration and Naturalization Service that was started in the aftermath of 2003, the attack of 9-11, to keep us all safe and secure from illegal aliens, many of whom are terrorists, narco-terrorists, drug dealers, gangbangers, and sex traffickers. New York State is the state that says we will not cooperate with ICE. They're a bunch of thugs. He politicized ICE. They're a bunch of thugs. We said we will sue them if they violate any criminal laws in the state of New York. We have to take action now. This cannot wait, ladies and gentlemen. We must stop Andrew Cuomo from running for mayor. And completing a daily double, the destruction of New York State, and now he wants to add another notch to his belt of destroying New York City. Please, Janice Dean has retweeted this post, which is a petition, which is at change.org. And it's, we got it. We got to collect massive amounts of signatures. We got to build a firewall. For everyone who lost a loved one when he was responsible for their demise in the nursing home chaos that he created and the cover-up that then followed, the no-cash bail, an endless number of situations in which he has destroyed our state and now he wants to destroy our city. So go to at Curtis Sliwa on my Twitter account or my Facebook account and sign my change.org petitions to stop Andrew Cuomo from running for the mayor of the city of New York. The hashtag is Stop Cuomo. We must stop him now before, before he destroys our beloved city of New York also. Please help me in this mission. It's the Riff and Read. Talking about featuring Curtis Lewa. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Talking about this is the Riff and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. And the illegal alien invasion continues. And as much as Team Cuomo and Eric Adams, and I'll speak more about that tomorrow, is a team now, blame the Biden administration and Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb. It really is Eric Adams. He says this over and over on a regular basis. We believe the borders should remain open. That's the official position of this city. And I have asked over and over, where is that written on a piece of paper? Where is that part of uh, the laws of the city? Proclamate anything. And I get belly button lint in return. But let me give you an update because, ladies and gentlemen, we are at a breaking point now at Floyd Bennett Field. I have kept my powder dry because they brought in families of illegal aliens mostly Venezuelans, and there is now approximately 1,400, about two-thirds of them children, and the rest men and women, 
uh, in a family situation in four tents that are on runway 19. About 1,400. And there will probably be an increase. But as enough is enough. There are now reports galore that are backed up by the video that is seen on the ring cameras in the area of Marine Park. Marine Park in Brooklyn, right near King's Plaza, is being invaded by the illegal aliens. Multiple families are going into Marine Park and asking for donations and food. They're going door to door, ringing the doorbell, and the videos are available and have been seen by many. They're posting themselves up outside of the Walgreens, and they're begging for money. They got signs. They're right on the corner of Avenue T and Flatbush Avenue again, begging for money. They have a um, fire department uh, of New York um, uh, wagon right opposite uh, on Flatbush Avenue near the Marine Park uh, golf course which is there all the time with EMTs. And you say, why are the EMTs assigned there? Why are they hanging out out there? They want to remove the fifth firefighter on an engine company, a 20 engine companies that are badly needed because of the cutbacks that Eric Adams is making to the budget because he has invited in the illegal aliens. So they get an FDNY hospital wagon right outside, Two cops in uniform that patrol the area around the tents who have been told you are not to go in any of the four tents and you are never, ever, ever to make arrests. And the cops have said to me, why the hell are we being assigned here in three different shifts of eight-hour shifts? It's absolutely mind-boggling. We have provided at our taxpayer expense a place for these illegal aliens to live. Most of them are from Venezuela who are staying at Floyd Menor Field. They get three squares a day, culturally appropriate food. They, they get laundry service in which the laundry is folded and returned to them. They get all the amenities. They get the cell phone. They get the smartphone. They get the PlayStation. There's big 72-inch plasma TVs to keep them entertained. They get free transportation. They're hanging out in King's Plaza now. It looks like a mall in Latin America. And they're buying products. Where are they getting the money from? They're begging in Marine Park. And there's nobody at City Hall or any of the elected officials, whether Republicans or Democrats, who are dealing with this situation. And it's only going to get worse and worse and worse. So time's up. The people of Brooklyn and Queens have been forsaken. The illegal alien invasion is now coming into neighborhoods to beg for money when we give them everything. That's it. Get ready. Slee was jumping into action.